Live from Las Vegas, broadcasting around the world, you're listening to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker. L.A. Walker. Raw and unfiltered conversations on how to give life's challenges the finger. Truth is your passport to emotional freedom. Give an eviction notice to negativity. Dump yesterday's garbage. Learn how to be positive, energized, healthy, and alive during these insanely unpredictable times. Look up, get up, stay up. Then help somebody else to get up. Remember, any part of up is higher than down. Now, broadcasting hope to the world. L.A. Walker. I am back once again, given this marvelous, beautiful gift of life. My job is to live it. I'm going to do that because living is the best job I've ever had. I hope that you're doing okay in these funky times. These are the just <laughs> these are the funkiest time. I have to be careful how I say that word because I don't want to slip up or anything. But oh my God, all I can do is laugh. I can just every day, every day, life continues to offer me you a reason to just quit, just give up, just say what the hell is this? But it's always a choice. And to every negative thing that life is dishing out right now, I say pass me with that. No thank you. I'm looking up, I'm getting up, and I'm going to stay up because it's all a head game. It is a head game, folks. Stay in your head. Everything that brings you peace, joy, happiness, success, that good feeling increases your self-esteem, Stay there. Do not move. This is a time of great protest. If you want to protest something, protest anything and anyone that's creating an internal or external image that's trying to take you down. Walk around it. Defy it. Nope. Be defiant against it. Put up a sign. Don't stop here. Did you have the talk? Yes, the talk. The talk. The talk that you have with yourself first, asking yourself, how are you doing today? How do you feel? How are you holding up under this stress? Are there areas that are weakened right now? Do you have moments of sadness? Are you fatigued? Do you feel depressed? Talk to yourself and get an assessment. If you do a check and you find out that whatever it is that's bothering you is more than you can handle, it's okay to seek help. Seek help. It is okay. In fact, it's fine. It's a great thing. It is what you need. Do it. If you're fine, you're fine. And do you know what that means if you're fine? You have an opportunity to help someone else that's not fine. So please do that. There is absolutely so much joy, so much energy, and so much goodness in pausing for a moment to help someone else. Hmm. It could just be a word. It doesn't mean you have to go over and clean someone's house, but hey, if it's necessary, you can do that too. 
but it can be a word of encouragement. Sometimes a person just needs to know that, hey, somebody was actually thinking about me. So do that. Reach out. Be a good neighbor. Be a friend. Help somebody. And today I have someone with me um, that is no stranger to ups and downs. Marcel Aitman of the Las Vegas Raiders, number 88. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, too. What what a season this has been. What in the world? All right, Marcel. I I know that everybody that lives in Las Vegas has to be wondering what in the world is going on with the Raiders this past season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We had trouble in certain areas of our team, both offensively and defensively. We weren't perfect, you know, and uh, we struggled on the back end of our season, you know, having a six and three, a very promising season. And uh, then, you know, things just happened. We just went downhill. Uh, We weren't finishing games like we were supposed to. And that kind of was the the telltale of our uh, our back end of our season is uh, we weren't able to finish games as we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we were talking earlier. How, how much? How much has COVID affected how you guys play? You know, COVID uh, it definitely does um, affect us as a team. We aren't really able to have that team togetherness. Okay. And be with each other, be in a locker room, get to know each other more. Um, our coaches kind of did a good job before the season started of uh, having Zoom calls, of us getting to know each other. We weren't really able to have a OTAs or anything like thing like that. Um, but you know what? Everybody has had to deal with it this year. Every team had to deal with the same things, some worse than others. And, you know, we can make excuses on, oh, we didn't have this, or we didn't have our coach, or we didn't have time in the off season. you know, but the teams that are playing um, in the playoffs now, you know, I bet they're not really saying much. But, <laughs> you know, I just think it's affected everybody kind of, you know, kind of the same, some worse than others. But, you know, we just it, – it all falls down of how, how, um, how you're coached. Okay. So how, how is it? You know, when you guys go in and, and you greet each other, how is it different today getting ready for a game than it has been without COVID? a lot of different protocols now the nfl has a lot of different protocols that we have to follow uh social distancing mask um only can be in certain areas can't be in certain areas with a certain amount of people um you know getting dressed usually in certain areas we could kind of be kind of um close to each other spread out on the floor but not really more it's just a lot of different protocols at the nfl but you know rightfully so to protect us and our safety of our families and everything. So it's just, it's definitely different though. It's, it's, it's been a change and it was, it was different, but you know, we, we may do. So you have been on the practice squad and I, I guess maybe let me roll that back. Are you still with us? Are you still with the Las Vegas Raiders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I still am. Uh, okay. well, well, technically I haven't officially signed, um, uh, sign back, which I was uh, planning to. Um, I just haven't, you know, pulled the trigger yet. But which I plan to though. I really, I've been on the practice squad the whole season. I had got hurt week two, and uh, I had broke my hand during practice. Oh wow! And uh, 
So they put me on IR, which was a blessing because really I was on practice squad, so all they, they really just could have cut me because I was no use. I was a, I was a practice squad player who could practice with a, with a broken okay. hand. That wow. Was, it was by, one, by one job is to catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, man. So it was it was a uh, it was a struggle uh, as far as that, but you know, um, and I truly believe that uh, God put certain things in your life to test um, your faith, to test your strength, to test where you stand in life. Um, and I believe that this year, I just had to go through my trials mentally and physically and spiritually in order to uh, just reap something bigger. That is an awesome assessment. You came out of Oklahoma State. Right. And you were doing, like, phenomenally well. I mean, you yeah. you, you know, everybody was saying, you when, when you got picked up with the Oakland Raiders, everyone said you were the most undervalued wide receiver in the game. And, and it hit this these injuries. That's That's got to do something. That's got to shake you up. We had, a, we had a lot of depth when I was a rookie coming in. We had Amari Cooper. We had signed Jordy Nelson. We had Martavius Bryant. We had Seth Roberts. These um, are a lot of veteran players that been and done the game for a lot of years, you know. So I kind of knew that I was going to have, you know, I was going to have to wait my turn. And um, the opportunity came, and I played. I, had, I scored my first year, a rookie year. I had a touchdown. I played well. I had a good year. Um, then the next year, you know, they – Find some players. Things just go. Um, you know, I, I played. I was on active. Um, I played. I got in the game sometimes. Played a lot of special teams. Uh, whenever I was in the game, I made plays. Um, and then this year is just. Um, it was a little different. I got hurt, and um, and I just believe that it, truly, honestly, um, I just you know after just sitting uh, with God and praying praying on it because, you know, like you said, it can bring forth a lot of questions. Right. You know, it can test you. It can bring you down. Okay, I got hurt. What's next? You know, you start to think, right. dang, like, what, what else, what's the worst can happen? You know, like, what else, can, what else is going to happen? Um, it can just draw you mentally. It can bring you down, um, especially being in a place where you, where you personally might feel that you shouldn't be, you know? Right. And you got right. a lot of people around you telling you, bro, you... You know, you're supposed to be on the field. You're supposed to be playing. You're supposed to be this. Just keep your head up. And I feel like um, that was encouraging from uh, being around my peers on my on my team. And a lot of guys um, always come up to me and just they just tell me, Meryl, just keep your head up. Are you doing right? And just with that, alongside with me just being into my faith and just trusting that, you know, I feel like this year I had to go through stuff. You know, I had some stuff going on with my family before this season even started. And um, I just believe that this is going to be a testimony. You know, it's one thing when you have uh, failures in private. But um, right. all of you that are in a celebrity status, and, and I'm going to say all of the NFL, NBA, you guys in celebrity status, your lives are so visual. and Every, every um, test is right there for the public to judge, you know, and... Um, right. People can be so cruel <laughs> because definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, when you're down, here comes the foot instead of the hand, and so you know, it's good to hear that your your teammates um, have circled around you to lift you up because um, they know they've been through it. You know, they they get it. Right. 
figured it. And I just think they see your potential. They see the work that you put in. We right. have a lot of genuine uh, veteran guys on our team, and that's what was – it felt genuine. It wasn't just like, oh, just keep your head up, like some cliche uh, that people tell you to continue to do. Um, but it, it was it was a genuine – it was from a genuine place. So a lot of those guys are respecting it. Uh, you know, I know they was being they, they was being real with me, so that's all I can ask for. You can't ask for any more than that, that's for sure. You know, there has been some there has been some criticism. I don't know if it's justified. Only you can say that or not. Um, and then you can tell me if you are able to do something about it at this time. But that your speed needs to come up. How do you feel about that? Hold your response, Marcel. We'll be right back after this. Hi guys, uh, this is Tin. Listen, I don't know if you have uh, been able to make your way over to lawalker.life on Facebook, but if you haven't, do yourself a favor. Run over there and just read the snippets of her new book. She's writing a new book and it is titled Seeing Beyond the Mess. It grabs your attention. All of us have mess. All of us have mess, whether we were born in the mess, as she says, whether we were born in the mess or whether it's handcrafted mess, but there's life beyond that mess. We sometimes create our own mess. And just from reading the little snippets that I read, she exposed all of that. Just in those little bitty passages, she exposed a lot of that. A lot of that stuff she was born into, some of that stuff she could not control. Some of those things she created on her own, she exposed the mess. Whenever you have time, just run over there and check it out. Um, let's start seeing beyond the mess. You're listening to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker. Uh, that was just a, you know, which, yeah, you know, looking at the combine, you know, a lot of those dudes, they, they go from uh, your combine numbers. You know okay. what I mean? I didn't, I didn't run really well. Uh, I, you know, I ain't never just been a blazing speed kind of guy or like um, super fast guy. But, you know, it's, there's a difference from time speed and playing speed, you know? Like some guys play faster on the field than they might show on the clock. And that's what I feel like I do. You know what I mean? I've, I've improved through the years. Uh, I feel like personally I've gotten faster just because I've worked on it more. Um, just been able to... Uh, find people around me that really trains and really knows what they're doing when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Because in right. college, I didn't really, you know, we did speed stuff, but there was no specific speed training. You gotcha. know if that makes sense. Right. Like, no. We just did general, it was, it was a team. You can't really specifically um, have someone individually working on that whenever it's a team. You know what I mean? It's sure. in college. Sure. They don't really do that. You, you're fast, you're fast. If you die, you know, you can work on that, you know. So, you know, I was decent, you know, like, it, is, it didn't hinder me in college, you know, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing like that. It's just, um, you know, in football, speed is the biggest, you know, a big deal, especially for my position. But for me, I feel like I've gotten faster. I mean, and it's never, um, I've never felt like, man, I don't think I can be able to keep up because caught passes, I ran past fast guys, I scored touchdowns on fast guys. Like. So so what would you like to see happen this, this coming season? What What's the perfect scenario? Perfect scenario is I'm on a team. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm on a team, and I'm playing on contributing. However it is, I'm contributing. Um, but in my goals and my vision, um, I want to be on a team, and um, I want to be able to contribute. I want to have my team win. I want to have my team go to the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl, uh, win a Super Bowl. And um, 
I just that's that's it. You know, that that's really my goals, and um, I'm gonna work towards it, like I've always had. And uh, I know it's some promising, promising for me. I'm sure there that there's a lot of things coming your way, good good and wonderful things coming your way. Um, what kind of diet are you on? How do you keep yourself so healthy? And ladies and gentlemen, I just want everyone to know that Marcel is very easy on the eyes, and if they need and if they need someone to replace the uh, actor in Bridgerton, he's available to do that. He can get that job done. So, so um, what what kind of food do you eat? What's your diet? How do you stay healthy? Switch my diet coming after my first year in the NFL. Kind of after being around a lot of those veteran guys, you know, because I'm coming from college. You know, I, you know, we ain't have money like that. You know, I ain't. Right. So I'm just eating. I'm just eating whatever. You know what I mean? But sure. as I was in the league my first year, just being around these guys uh, like Jordy Nelson and a lot of these older guys, I kind of I was able to see like how they prepare their bodies, what they ate. Um, and it's, it's just healthy, you know what I mean? You make sure you, you sure. eat greens and, you know, you make sure you're eating your healthy meals. You ain't eating fast food all the time. Because really, you know, now I feel it, it really does play an effect on you, you know, in the long run. Some some guys it does, some guys it doesn't. Some guys can eat fast food all the time. But for me, I know for myself, personally, um, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, nothing like that. But I really, um, I switched my diet to really... Healthy. Uh, I actually had a, um, our nutritionist um, at our facility. Uh, we have a nutritionist, and I just had him make me make me a, a menu. Okay. Of things that I need to eat. How many calories I need to have? Just because um, they have a thing like a body composition thing where you can um, see the areas that you need to work on. What kind of foods can help those areas? Um, like just what what can help you out? So he he actually made me that after my my second year. Um, and it's really actually helped a lot. You know, I kind of do it. I, I don't follow his exact thing anymore. I kind of really, for me, making sure I eat all my greens. You know what I mean? And I eat a lot of fried foods, not a lot of fast food, not a lot of um, just really heavy. I don't eat a lot of heavy meats anymore. You know, I eat grilled and baked things now um, and just try to eat more vegetables, um, different fruits and stuff like that. So. Um, it's been really helpful. I feel the difference, definitely. I really do. I feel the difference so much more than just how I used to eat. So, so how do you work out? What, what's your workout regimen? It, it, it's different uh, depending on in season. You know, I work out differently from whenever I'm in off season. Uh, now that I'm in off season, um, I usually, like right now, um, this is going into the second week. So I usually take three weeks off um, before I start anything. And just to get my body at rest, just a break from everything, uh, mentally just back away. And then I kind of go and I like, I love Pilates. Pilates has helped me out uh, tremendously. Um, doing it for two years now. So I like to start my uh, my workouts with Pilates. I just do like a mat Pilates or I do a reformer Pilates. Um, like either hot mat. Um, like I go to this place in, uh, called True Fusion. Oh, yeah. You know it, but it's called True Fusion, yeah. Sure. And uh, I just get a membership there and I do the yoga classes. I do the Pilates. Um, really just to get my core right. And Pilates helps me with a lot of, um, it gets me, it's those little small muscles. I just start off with Pilates and uh, yoga for uh, for some time before I start my training. They have different workout places that you can go to, you know, like um, I go to a place called Exos um, when I'm in Arizona, whenever I'm in 
it just depends on what city I'm, I plan on training in. You know, different cities have different places. Uh, when I'm back home in Dallas, I have a specific gym that I go to. It's a small little local gym. You know, it's good work. I, I have some my, my receivers coach there and my um, my trainer that that is out there that I like to work out with. And um, but in Arizona, I go to. Um, I see. I haven't I haven't done anything out here, so I usually don't train when I'm out here. Um, this is my first time, but when I'm in Arizona training, I, I go to a place called Exos, and they kind of build your own. They, they do a great job. They're used to having guys come from all kind of sports, so they create the the perfect workout regimen that you need to prepare yourself for the season. So, so how's your family? Everybody COVID free? Everybody is COVID free, thankfully. Um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody is COVID free. Um, my brother's uh, girlfriend, she had it, but that was about it. He didn't. He never got it. But other than that, um, I haven't had anybody get it. That's a blessing. Yeah. That's a yeah, real blessing. So I think that uh, for the audience's sake, that I need to explain these dog sounds. So Marcel, <laughs> Marcel has a king corso, and I have a yeah. sheep doodle, and they are friends. <laughs> they are friends. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, Right, they love each other, and I think that they know that we're having this time, and they want to be heard. They want they're sending messages to each other. That's what I feel like because he's just laying right under my feet, whining. I'm like, what are you doing? We whining for. I'm right here, Marcel. I thank you so much for sharing um, this time with me. But is there anything that you'd like to share that I haven't covered with you? Um, you know, I know we weren't able to connect earlier in the season, um, just with everything going on or whatever, but I'm glad I had this opportunity to uh, be on your podcast and just to join you and, and the audience, whoever's listening out there. And whoever is listening, stay true to your faith and stay true to what you believe that God is going to do for you. Nothing can really bring you down mentally. You don't have your lapses and your times, but you have to just stay grounded. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to what you believe. Everybody goes through their pruning stage before they can reap the uh, the greater benefits. So hmm. uh, I would just say stay true to yourself and um, trust in God. Thank you, Marcel. Have a wonderful evening, and I'm looking forward to 2021 being the season for looking you. Forward. All right. Yes. You have a great time, and thank you so much. Whatever podcast network you listen to, Up is Higher Than Down On, please, please, please take the time to rate and leave a comment. Well, at least rate and subscribe. How about that? I need those ratings in order to make this podcast go. I really appreciate it. And don't forget to remember that you are important. Listen to Up is Higher Than Down with L.A. Walker every day. To follow up, make comments, discuss today's podcast, or find out how you can become a guest and share your victory over a negative life event, follow L.A. Walker. Up is Higher Than Down on Facebook. Look up, get up, stay up. Remember, any part of up is higher than down.